Yo, yo, what the fuck is up, gang? It's a Tuesday. We're out here. We got a lot of shit to talk about. I gotta say, I gotta say some, uh, I gotta say some things. Okay, you know when you're here, we're queer, we're family, we're doing it all. You know things are going great. Things are going fucking great, and it's all thanks to you guys, man. So many people shared last week's episode, like on their social media, on their Instagram stories. You know, we hit like a real slump in the quarantine, and it feels like we are fucking, we are back and better than ever. So shout out to everybody that's been sharing the show. If you're enjoying the pod, throw it on your story, throw a tweet out there, show some kind of love, you know, do something. It really helps the show out. It lets people uh, know about it, and I recognize all of you guys when you fucking do that, so I greatly appreciate it. There's so much like love coming in for the show, you know, we got emails fucking pouring in now god damn during the fucking quarantine it was like it's like a drought i don't know if it was just because nobody was dating but you know like what fucking one or two emails would squeeze in a day maybe you know sometimes a full fucking days would go by but now they're they're coming in if you got an email send it into the love first show at gmail.com um just you know if you're a part of the patreon make sure to include that i'll know i can knock it out on either a tuesday or a friday and I try to get to those quicker because, you know, you're paying fucking money. All right. You're paying money. It's what it is. I'm going to fucking somebody's paying you money. You got to take care of them a little bit. You know what I mean? So um, speaking of which, if you're not already, I highly suggest you consider joining the Patreon folks. You know, it's it's fucking five, ten or twenty five bucks a month. And you get you get an extra episode every goddamn week. You get all these episodes ad free. That alone. Who, who wants to pay for fucking ads, dude? I'm subscribed to like every service. That, resu- that removes ads, fucking YouTube premium. Life is too short to hear a fucking ad. But, you know, I'm not shitting on ads. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying. You can go fucking ad free. Um, but, yeah, other than that, man, things are fucking going good. And it's a lot of it is from the love you guys have been showing the show. And I appreciate you. I love you. It makes a world of difference. We're also on fucking YouTube now. Um, so I want to hit a 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube. So if you haven't already, just type in the Love First Show on YouTube. Go hit that little subscribe button. And, uh, you know, full video is going to be coming out. should be every single week of every episode. So go fucking do it. And, um, yeah, man, we're here. We're fucking here. Was that enough announcements? Was that enough announcements? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to talk about these things, you know? Things are looking good. Things are, things are moving up. You know what I mean? People are excited about the show again. Which, uh, you know, that just gives me more energy. That's all it does. But yeah, I've been good. I've been doing a lot of fucking stand-up lately. been doing a bunch of shows on rooftops and parks and shit like that, you know? It's been good. It's been fucking... I had a fun show yesterday. It's always... It's just such a weird feeling just talking about fucking doing sets about, like, depression and shit at, like, 3 (laughs) p.m. You know what I mean? Like, people are sitting on picnic blankets, and you're like, yeah, so then... Then her stepmom died, and, and get a load of this, and people are just like, Jesus Christ. But it's been good. I've been having some good shows lately. I was really fucking bombing my ass off for like a good uh, good week or two. Um, but it feels like things are back on the up. But that's how you got to work on the fucking material, you know? It's why like when people think about becoming stand-ups, it's like, dude, unless you are just absolutely willing to be miserable the whole time you're doing it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when stand-up's good, it's great. 
but there's so much work that goes into getting a proper, you know, even a half hour of material. It's years and years of fucking effort. So I was, I was literally just telling, I was talking to somebody out of the dream yesterday. I was like, look, unless you want to like do like, unless your goal is you want to be a top five stand-up comedian skill wise, there's no fucking reason to do it. You know what I mean? It, your hobbies should be fun. Your hobbies shouldn't be painful. So, and I think I talked her out of it. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, look, I don't want to make it sound like I'm fucking talking somebody out of their dream, but she, she's more interested in the production side, all that bullshit. You know, you don't even know her. I don't even know why I'm defending myself here, but yeah, um, I wanted to follow up. We had a fuck. I released a Patreon episode on Friday. We talked about the jewelry check, which is, you know, when you're leaving a guy's place or if you're a guy and you're leaving a girl's place, check for fucking jewelry before you leave think about every gold or gold colored piece that you walked in with you understand maybe you're more of a silver kind of gal i don't know but think about it before as soon as your hand hits that fucking doorknob just think it over and you know what maybe even walk back over the nightstand and go hey did i fucking leave anything right here that's what you should do because there's fucking we just had an email on the patreon this this Poor gal finds another girl's earrings on the fucking nightstand. You know? And if you're if you're just dating, if you're dating around, if you're just fucking a guy, it's not the biggest deal in the world. You know what I mean? But if you're trying to make something work with somebody and you're you're having some turbulence, that's a big fucking deal. That's a tough time to find the earrings. You know what I mean? So and I did I did I posted on the fucking uh on the Instagram. I was like, I because I posted that clip and people, were, women were coming out and saying that they do this intentionally. Sometimes they'll intentionally leave jewelry behind or leave hairbands behind for one of two reasons. One, for the next girl to find it. Or two, so they have an excuse to come back. Let me just tell you something, okay? Let me just fucking tell you something. I don't know who's out there telling you that you need to set traps and set fucking be deceitful as an excuse to get invited back to somebody's house. But that is not the way you should live your fucking life. Okay? I don't know who needs to hear that. But that that is not the way. If that's your reason, bitch, you need to believe in yourself. You need to fucking work. You need to work on on that personality, those hobbies, getting some interesting fucking stories together. You need to you need to work. Okay? Cuz that's just unacceptable. I, he would never invite me back unless I left something valuable there. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. If that's the case, you, first of all, you don't have the confidence to be dating somebody else in the first place. Okay. Second of all, you, if, if the dude is not going to want to hook up with you again or hang out with you again, what are you doing? What are you doing? You want to trick your way into getting some dick? This is like this is like the same thing that I fucking hate about male feminists and shit. It's the deceit. When you see a guy like pretending to be something else, when you see a guy pretending like he's this fucking fake ally, it's like, dude, just be a good man, right? And be fucking quiet about it. Just keep your mouth shut and don't fucking, you know, and don't be a piece of shit. But no, like, don't be fucking deceitful to get laid. Don't ever do that. that I, anytime a guy does that, I want to slap the shit out of him. You know? 
It's just fucking ridiculous, dude. There's your integrity and the, your honesty is more important than some sex. It's more important than some butt loving. I'll be honest. <laughs> but that's was just fucking crazy to me. I couldn't imagine being like, you know what? I I I could imagine when I was like 15, 16, or like you know even eighteen, just kind of. You know, when I was 15, my self-confidence, I laid in bed and I would Google search on an iPad, can a woman love a fat guy? That's like how fucking, you know, and oh, like women in Nebraska on Yahoo Answers would be like, of course, sweetheart, you just got to learn how to eat pussy. That's all you got to do. And I'd be like, okay. And then I'd watch the videos, you know, I was, I had that like fucking low self-confidence, but confidence is the one of the most important things you could ever have in your fucking life. You know what I mean? Not cockiness. That's sometimes there, but fucking confidence, man. That's the reason Kanye is worth like $5 billion. It's fucking talent and confidence. Everybody told him he can't do shit, and he fucking did it anyways. That's why he's got my vote. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but no, like I just can't fucking imagine being like, yeah, I got to fucking trick away. Like, how, how do you not just feel disgusting? You know what I mean? Like, I got to trick my way into getting back there. And 40% of people on the Instagram poll said this is a move. It's fucking crazy. And a, a lot of them said this is like a, either a warning or a message to another chick or the next bitch he brings around. That is fucking nuts, bro. That's like crazy. The other is low self-confidence. This is just fucking crazy. I mean, you're turning his apartment into the fucking haunting of Hill House. That's what you're doing. Just leaving shit behind to communicate you're communicating through jewelry to other women how fucking nuts it's like some morse code shit she she walks in gets this cold chill over her back and she reaches out sees a gold necklace that's a little too thin to be a guy's that's what you want you want to have that hill house pussy you don't need to have haunting of hill house pussy if you are doing what you need to be doing. You don't need to be worried. Look, if you if it's supposed to work with a guy and you want to take him off the fucking market, if you see this beautiful man and you want to take him off the market, you got to do it organically, okay? You don't fucking trick your way into bringing the pig home with you, okay? You pay for it. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? You, like if it's supposed to work with somebody and they're ready to be in a relationship with you and you're ready to be in a relationship with them or even exclusive, these are things you can have conversations about people. You can fucking talk about these things. You understand? You can sit down, you can brew some fucking hot tea or have a glass of wine. So that way he's a little more romantic. When I have, oh my God, when I have a fucking glass of wine, dude. Wow. Wow. I become I become a romantic. I mean, you put a couple drinks in me. That, that's got to be why they call it spirits, dude. I remember so many times like, oh, man, you get to feeling that drink. You get to feeling it. You're having dinner with a lovely lady. You know, as the check comes, you whisper in her ear, I can't wait to take you home and fuck you all night. You throw that out there. You know why? Because you just had fucking three vodka martinis. That's why. And then you also whisper... Would you mind covering this check? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? The fuck? That's when the spirits grab you. So you can have those fucking talks instead of choosing which, waking up in the morning before you go to a guy's place and choosing which fucking ring you're going to sacrifice. 
This is like some like witch shit. You, you, you know, you're looking at your fucking jewelry box in the morning, or wherever you keep it. We shall sacrifice another ring to warn that bitch, Michelle. Let her know that this place is already being possessed. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I can't believe some of the shit I hear. Who's out here saying this is a fucking move? Le- Listen, what you what you need to do, and this is, by the way, this is a voice of a white woman. What you need to do, this is a voice of a white woman who's lost, <laughs> is you need to leave some jewelry behind on his nightstand. So that way when that next trifling ass bitch pull up, she going to see it and she going to know this place is already being possessed. She going to know that. She, who was giving that advice? Who the fuck is giving that advice? That's the advice of somebody with like four kids and no person to raise them. You know what I mean? Just somebody making some loose decisions, making some fucking, you know? It's like just, just fucking bad advice. I don't know. And by I mean four, you know, four four different kids. You know what I mean? If you're a fucking single mom out there, you know I got nothing you know I got nothing but love for you, babe. You know that. I I for one think it's very hot. I like I like dating people who who have gone through some real shit. Or are fucking adults, you know what I mean? But Man, it's just fucking, I just can't believe 40% of people think that's like a fucking thing. That like blows my mind. It's like, I, I would, there's not one piece of jewelry I own that I'd be willing to just leave somewhere. You know what I mean? And I, a lot of chicks were like, men do this too. That's what you hear a lot. Men do this too. I don't, yo, I, to me, honestly, it's scarier if a guy does that. If a girl does that, I think that's fucking wild. If a guy does that, I think that's fucking scary. If a guy in like, look, I've left watches behind on accident, shit like that. That happens, you know. That's why now, dude, my I paid too much fucking money for my current watch. I don't take that thing off, man. I will. I do not take my uh, fucking. Ever since that Mac Miller line, he had a line where he said, "Sneaky bitch stole my Rolly last night." I do not take my watch off at another person's place period period okay if a girl's sleeping over no bro i'm leaving that fucking thing on it's too easy to steal it's too fucking easy to steal you know so that's just if you're a dude and you fucking bought a nice piece you keep that fucking thing on dude you don't leave it i know a girl who was like she was wearing this rolex and i was like oh you know i'm a big watch guy i was like oh where'd you get your rolex she's like oh this guy left it at my house He's like, she's like, yeah, he hasn't like come to grab it. So I've just been using it like, and you could tell there was no intent to fucking give that thing back. But that's, that's fucking true story. That shit happens out here. It's like a vintage piece too. But yeah, man, you got to fucking, you never know. You got to keep that shit tight. Oh, what else has been going on? This, this story fucking did you guys hear about the Zoom masturbator? I had to like pull this article up. It's been like on the back of my brain. Um, what's this guy named? Jeffrey Tubin. Who's this fucking guy? He's a, I guess he, the New Yorker is where he worked. Um, he'd been a legal correspondent for decades, writing on everything from the OJ trial to the Trump Ukraine controversy. So basically, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but this guy, he's 60 years old. 
He was at the end of a Zoom call. I guess it was like a work meeting. And he just started, he just busted it out. He started jerking off in the, uh, <laughs> at the end of this fucking meeting. He was seen masturbating toward the end of a Zoom call, which it feels like since this fucking Zoom era, this has been happening a few times. And I, look, I know my buddy Tiago uh, Macklin, he had a really funny joke where he thought working from home was just masturbating. I think that's a lot of people just jerk off at home instead of fucking... I know a girl who fucking takes like three three masturbation breaks a fucking day in the middle of the work day, you know? She's a wild one, but that's what she does. I'm not fucking shaming her. You're at home. You're in fucking bed. You're working in bed. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> just can you fucking imagine? Can you fucking imagine just in the middle of a Zoom call? God, how do you fuck that up? You just start jerking off. I mean, Jesus, it's not like it's a Skype call where you're supposed to do that kind of thing. It's a fucking Zoom meeting. What would you do? Like, picture yourself, your company, your fucking whatever, your employees are all on a Zoom call and just the, the old guy's just fucking taking himself to slam bill. You know what I mean? Just pulling his pork. I don't know what you could do other than, like, if it were me, I would just be like, oh my, I would be laughing hysterically. I'd be like, Jeff, bud, wait eight minutes. Holy fuck. That's so wild to me. Could you fucking imagine like being 60? He probably has like a wife and shit, kids, and you just fucked that up that bad. You know, apparently like all these dudes came out in defense of him. That's that's like what I'm reading is like all these dudes are like, what? He's fucking, you know, it's a stressful day. It's like, dude, just turn your fucking, I mean, at the least, like, turn your video and your sound off, playboy. I mean, look, here's the thing. I, at first, I honestly kind of felt bad for the guy because I was like, oh, man, you could just get arrested for jerking off. And you're, but then, you know, you start thinking, or not arrested, but you get fucking fired and maybe never work again. I mean, every job interview that guy goes into now, that's going to be the fucking, that vibe is going to be there. Like, through the whole interview, that's all both people are going to be thinking about. Like, didn't you jerk off on Zoom? You know? It's fucking, at first I kind of felt bad, but then I, I was thinking about it. I was like, nah, you'd get fired at any job if you did that. Any job, you, you, you're jerking off during the shift. You know what I mean? You're going to get fucking fired. And if you don't, you got a really cool boss. <laughs> if your boss catches you masturbating, and is like, look, dude, wait, can you fucking wait till five o'clock? I mean, seriously. You owe that that that's a fucking you owe that boss one for that. But I've never jerked off at a job before. I have uh I definitely had jobs. No, I had a job I think where during the middle like this girl was sexting me. It was back when I was a waiter, like years ago. And uh I remember like going into the bathroom, sneak a you know, this girl was like, Send me a dick pic, et cetera. You know, I was like fucking nineteen twenty, working a waitering job. So, you know, go in there, take a couple hog shots, send it back. But, you know, nowadays, like, I don't even fucking, I don't even like sext anymore. I don't send dick pics. I'm just, I'm fucking done with all that. Like, I I think I just, I got that all out. You know what I mean? I got that all out of my fucking system. I don't like, because I I used to waste so much time fucking sexting. 
like you know just instead of jerking off i would like be like i would so often i'd be like all right here's you know two chicks on snapchat or etc like let's fucking you know let's go crazy let's have some fun and then you're fucking sexing back and forth next thing you know like two hours have passed and you're just like what the f- i'm what the fuck am i doing you know your hair is all like fucked up you come to your senses you know what i mean you're like it, it was just such an unbelievable time waste and uh now i'm just like dude if i need to fucking rub one out just fire up some porn you know even porn's like getting hard for me to watch now i'm like becoming human it's weird like so often, i'd be like i used to love porn i used to fucking watch it you know like i used to have like almost a ritual i'd fucking go do stand-up you know back when i was like doing open mics and shit go do mics come home two in the morning fucking jerk off relax watch the watch the sopranos go to sleep but now even like i'll be watching a porn star and i'm just like man that's a fucking shitty job that's a fucking tough job i gotta be honest you know that's like and look i get it sex work is work i agree i'm with you but there's all it's also like you know would you want your fucking kid doing it you know what i mean the like I, I had a conversation with a stripper about this recently where i was like i was like yeah i was talking to this other stripper and she told me like the thing she's worried about is like exit strategy you know how do you get out of stripping because I, I honestly like living in new york as expensive as, as it is here so many women i know like have had a month or two where, where they've stripped just because they were like dude i needed to make fucking money like shit was hitting the fan and they did it you know what i mean and whatever it's not you know i would never judge somebody for the way they have to like fucking make ends meet or whatever the fuck i don't care i and you know it is work it's definitely a fucking job you know how you know i know that because you don't want to fucking do it that's what makes it a job um but and i told her i was like yeah it's fuck and she was like well it, it why does it have to be an exit strategy if it's real work and i was like because you really want to be like fucking 40 50 and Still have to fucking, you know, be be showing up dancing. You know what I mean? That would fucking suck. Like, you don't think you'd get sick of that environment? You'd want a little bit of a career change? But, uh, you know, and she fucking, she got mad at me for that. And, you know, said I was being whatever, intolerant. Which I don't think I am. I think I'm just being fucking realistic here. You know what I mean? I would I would really hate... I My, my empathy for another person is like, I would hate to... I would hate for you to have to do that in your, uh, you know, as you're getting fucking older. I think if you're going to use stripping, you got to fucking get in and get out. You got to use it for what it is, put a little pile of fucking cash together, and then figure out the next move. And it might sound like I'm fucking shaming sex work here, but I'm not. If you don't, if you don't do that, do whatever the fuck you want. You could be a, you know, you could be a fucking career stripper. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'd never tell you how to live your life. But all I'm saying is, I think it's very easy for people to get caught up in that fucking world, and you just keep doing it, and you keep fucking showing up. You know, you want It's like it's like being in the mob. You know what I mean? It's like you want to go legit at some point. In the fucking Godfather two, Godfather one. What's the dream that the family could fucking go legit? You know, to stop it. It's to stop having to do a fucking quote unquote dirty job dealing with fucking drunk dudes and shit you know is this all just intolerant am i like a fucking you know what i mean am i just a dinosaur at at, at this age at 23 
I, you know what it is? I feel like 95% of people agree with the shit I have to say and feel like it's realistic. But then it's just 5% that are on Twitter just like, but this is intolerant. It's like, no, I'm not saying you have to listen to me and I'm not saying that, you know, you have to do what I'm telling you to do. I'm, I just have my opinion on it. But my opinion doesn't mean you have to do it that way. I would never try to fucking pass a law or be out here, you know, trying to fucking rally people together against you and your cause. Live your life however the fuck you want. If you're not hurting anybody else, I don't give a shit. Right? You get it. You folks get it. Um, but yeah. You know? Yeah, I think if I had a daughter and she was like independent and was like, you know, 20 or some shit, and then she just told me, she's like, yeah, there was like a month or two where I stripped. I had to fucking make ends meet. For one, I'd be like, well, wish you would have came to me, you know, two. Um, but then also it's like it's their own life that, you know, they don't want to, they might not want to ask, but I'd be like, all right, I'm glad you're fucking, I'm glad that's not the career though. You know what I mean? Let's fucking uh, try to do more, babe. Try to do more, honey bun. I can't tell if I'm just burying myself deeper here. You tell me, folks. You fucking tell me. Um, but yeah, let's let's get in these fucking emails, man. If you have an email, send it to the show at gmail.com. Send it in. We're just trying to be fucking real here. It's all we're doing, okay? And um, yeah, that's it. And we got some Instagram questions, some last minute. And so let me pull up these emails right now. Um, this one is called... Using my finger to explore the unknown. Hi, longtime listener and huge fan. So my boyfriend of a year and I are trying some new stuff. He's only ever been in, a, in serious relationships, so he's missed out on all the fun stuff in casual sex slash hookups. <laughs> I love that you're like, yeah, if you're in a relationship, you're never going to have fun sex. You, if you're in a relationship, you should use that to like try to try new weird shit out. You know what I mean? I feel like when I'm in a relationship, that's when I kind of have like my quote unquote most out there or like wildest sex. You know, she goes, whereas I have a lot more experience in partners. Well, I want to go yelling out at him all the time. Um, so we've been trying using toys, just bought a restraint kit, etc. He's told me he doesn't have any hard nose. Wow, that is a fucking brave man. You don't have any hard nose. I got a lot of hard nose, dude. He has no hard nose except a male, male, female threesome. Bummer, LOL. So my question is, have you ever had a finger in your ass? Is there a technique? I've never been in a position where I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing, LOL. I want him to enjoy himself since he's opening up sexually, trying to excite him, not scar him, LOL. I want him to have a great time and want to explore more, but I've never done this and have zero idea where to start. I've even ended up in some weird subreddits. So what's the best way? The best way to skip it in there when I'm giving head? What do I do when I'm inside? Thanks. Um, I My first instinct would be to think of like how you would want your ass to get fingered. But men have a prostate, so it's like a different fucking game. You know, a girl's never fingered my ass. Many have tried. But I feel like I got too... You know, it's funny because like all the fucking advice I give about anal to chicks is like, just fucking try it. Go slow, lube up, explore. Anytime a girl like starts putting her finger towards my asshole, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. You know, I start kind of shutting down a little bit. Um, But no, uh, I think the older I get, the more I am uh, open to shit like this. Um, 
I think there. I think that's going to be like the new thing. I think a big trend on porn videos and et cetera, are like girls rimming guys and girls like you know giving a prostate massage to a dude. I think that a lot more ladies. Listen, all I'm going to tell you is this: get ready for a lot more guys to ask you to do this shit. I feel like a lot already do, but I think it's you know I would I would get yourself ready just for that question to be popped. Then you you decide where you want to go from there. But I think that's going to be the new fucking trend. I honestly think three four years from now. Pegging is going to be like the hottest thing on the street. You got to look at porn like it's the stock market. You know what I mean? It porn like always predicts where shit's going to go sexually. Anal blew up. Now everybody's doing anal. You know what I mean? It's it's all fucking patterns. But I don't know. I've never you know I've never had that uh, happen yet. I'd say yet, but. I think the best way to go is you go on fucking you go on the subreddits. Honestly, there's a lot of great sex advice in uh, subreddits. Like if you if you ever have a question about some shit like this, you just type it into Google and then you just add the word Reddit at the end of it. You'll go to some fucking subreddit. Some 26 year old hipster chick will explain all the ins and outs of some thing that you're interested in, whether it's fucking gardening or anal massage. Okay, both ancient art forms, and you 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 know you'll fucking figure it out from there. Um, I would also say, just in general, listen to him, see what feels good for him, what he likes. It's you know, you look for those indicators. What what does it look like is making him feel better? What does it look like is turning him on, etc. You know, she's just gonna end up with her whole fist inside this guy. But yeah, fucking, I my biggest thing: if a girl was ever fingering my butt, okay, let me just say, if fingers were going to my ass, the number one thing. I would care about is please be gentle. Go fucking soft. I'm scared. I'm scared, okay? Fucking, you know what I mean? Give me a go slow. Give me a little love in here. I don't want you to go fucking crazy. Cuz I extend that same courtesy. I got to say. Um <laughs> Yeah, just that was that would be the one thing I'm fucking worried about. I can't believe this guy has like no no hard nose, dude. Like I don't think I would ever let a girl tie me up. That's like the one my brain goes to immediately. Fuck that, dude. What's that Michael Douglas movie? Basic Instinct. It's like this girl ties this guy up and then just starts stabbing the shit out of him. I just said like, dude, I would have a fucking anxiety attack if uh if I got tied up by a girl. Just think, you know what I mean? You're just completely vulnerable at that point. I'd either be worried like she's either A, going to fucking kill me, B, huge dildos coming out. And I'm not fucking willing to take either of those chances right now. You know what I mean? Fuck that. <laughs> I would never let a girl tie me up. I don't understand how these guys like, how fucking brave can you be to just be like, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, I can't believe women let us tie you up. That's just like insane. You know what I mean? That's fucking crazy. But I also guess, like, if you're hooking up with a guy, like, there's a good chance he's bigger than you anyways, and he's like, you know, so it's like you're already kind of, you've already kind of cleared that I trust you thing, but god damn, I don't know if it's just my own insanity, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would, under any circumstance, I don't think I'd let my wife tie me up, dude. And the shame is, I would probably be interested in exploring some kind of submissive stuff, you know, on my end, because I'm always, like, used to being dominant and et cetera. And I think a lot of that is controlling my own anxiety and controlling my own fear. And like, 
you know, just being in charge, making sure your dick's hard, et cetera, et cetera. But that's like, I, I do think the reason I like getting like jerked off and like, you know, a good slow hand job is because she's completely in charge of how I'm going to feel while my arms just kind of lay beside me. You know what I mean? There's something very hot about that to me. But I, that's, you know what I mean? It's like, how far do you push that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would just say fucking go slow, lube up as much as you can. You know what I mean? And, uh, if quote if shit hits the fan, quote unquote, you know, don't uh, just you know it's what did you expect? You fucking you, you went into the sewers, you know. You just gotta fucking embrace it. It happens. But yeah, that, that, that's kind of all I could say there. I know Jared Freed's been on. He's a huge fan of the old butt play. He was the one who you know he he said on the pod he was telling us about how fucking how great it is for dudes. But yeah, go just anytime you have a fucking sex question, I think a lot of like if it's a specific thing like that and it's something like your friends don't know or you don't know, type it into Google, type Reddit at the end of it. Well, there's a lot of good like sex. Uh, that's like the one thing Reddit's good for. Every other time you just go on Reddit, it's like, D- Trump took a shit today. And it's like, can you guys fucking talk about anything else? Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Tell me something fucking interesting here. Um, let's do this one. It's called We Love a Merce. Oh, boy. Love, baby. I'm a newly single 22-year-old. Got rid of a boyfriend of one and a half years because I felt he's too immature for me. I'm looking for a man. Good for you. I like that. Because I work in a hospital, and now I have a crush on this daddy-as-fuck nurse. That I like that. She's like, I'm looking for a man. So I found this nurse. Um, no, I, I, think, I think that's an honorable position. That I talk to when I have to go to his unit. I found out through another nurse that he's married and seems happy for the most part. I like how you found out he seems happy for the most part. It's like he's not getting the fingering he wants. What does is, what is for the most part mean? I truly and logically feel like we flirt every time we talk, so I'm not able to read the situation. Who knows if it's an open relationship or a low-key side piece kind of thing. My question is to you... Well, listen. Most likely... All right, well... My question to you is, do I absolutely leave this alone since he's married, or do I act as if I wouldn't know he's married and still say something to show my interest? What would I say to shoot my shot without ruining my career and making things awkward? Also, this is too risky for the worst workplace. Please help, Daddy. If you could make up a fake name for myself in case he listens. I mean, I'm not going to say your name. Um, Love you, love, and thanks for always saying risky things that I can't but want to say. Oh, look at that. Somebody gets it. Somebody fucking gets it. Um, if you no, I think if you if you find out somebody's married and you're like, I think people that are in relationships or married flirt all the time, and that's just normal. People like flirting, you know. It's uh, it's still deemed socially acceptable as long as it's not fucking going anywhere else. I think if you find out somebody else is married, um, and it's especially you know, if if it's just for like a hookup, you just fucking leave it alone. I think you kind of you have to put the ball in their court. You know, I, I don't think I could ever advise somebody to try to fuck a married person because it's a it's a two sided coin. For one, I'm like, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? It's not your life. It's not your marriage. People need to make their own decisions. But me personally, I would for one, I find it kind of morally wrong. And two, I would never want that kind of drama or attention that could come from a thing like that. I just don't. So my advice, just don't fucking get involved. Just let it be like a little fun work flirtation 
And uh, especially if, you know, at a fucking, at a hospital, you give a shit about your job, your career, et cetera, I would say just fucking leave it alone. That would be my advice. And uh, find a dude who's not fucking married. If, if you know, if you guys are hanging out one night at the, at the old job and he mentions that they're open, you might be in, babe. You might be fucking in. But until that comes up in another way, I think you should really make the decision to take your mental energy when it comes to men and focus it in a new avenue. That's what I would do. You know, fucking uh, get more specific in your in your hinge or whatever of what uh, what kind of dudes you're into. That'd be my advice there. Let's do this one. Big fan of the pod. Question of the pod. Hey, Lev, to the point. Big fan of the pod to the point where I've now started saying you know way too much. Thanks for that. Hey, thanks for that. Thank you for that. I know I say that too fucking much, okay? You try fucking doing this alone. I'm in a fucking room by myself right now, all right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm going off on you. No, um, I do think that those are kind of like the key words of the fucking pot at this point. But I've been dating this guy since March, and we've been seeing each other exclusively since, but haven't exactly defined the relationship. I don't know if that's relevant here. I'm moving back home to another country next month and would like your opinion on navigating our way through this. When I told him, I gave him the option of taking me off of social for out-of-sight, out-of-mind purposes, and he said it was a hard no. As of now, we talk all day, every day, and I told him that would be really hard for me to keep doing this as it will make me more sad. He was super accepting and understanding of this and keeps saying as soon as I come back that we're going to see each other, which makes me super happy. I'm starting to think that was the wrong move and maybe we should just try and talk as much as we can and naturally let things fizzle out slash what works for us. What do you think you'd do in our situation? Long distance is out of the question. Appreciate your input. I think if if you are in a... Uh, you've been seeing somebody exclusively since March. Now you're moving. You Neither of you wants to do long distance, which I don't think you should do either. Um, I, I don't see why you guys would have to fucking cut it off and not talk to each other. I, I, don't, I don't get that. I think you have to... It, I think it takes a lot of maturity and adult control to do the right thing here. But I think the right thing to do here is to have the feelings that you have for each other. Let that be there. But make the say to yourself, I know this can't work right now. And I have to give up my claim on this person. I have to allow them to hook up with other people, be out there in the world. If it's meant to come back to be what it is, it will. And I understand it doesn't seem like an ideal situation, but that's kind of the only, I think, rational choice you can make. I don't know why you would torture yourself and just cut this off, et cetera. You know what I mean? Because who knows? Who knows when you'll be back? Who knows when they'll be back? I, I think the better move here is just to keep the door open. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see the reason to just go immediately jump to just fucking being like, all right, well, we can't date right now, so we should never fucking speak again, you know, or we should we shouldn't be talking. doesn't make sense to me. Keep having the nice, you know, keep do, just do what feels natural and normal and keep letting it be what it is. You know what I mean? And you guys will kind of a, a, along the way, you'll adjust the way you guys should be adjusting. I think I think that's going to be what happens. Um, let's do this one here. OK, this was the fucking this was the one that jumped out to me in the emails. All right. Buckle in, folks. Buckle the fuck in. Do I let my boyfriend fuck other girls to save our relationship? I feel like a lot of you just screamed. I feel like you just fucking screamed. You said no. Or you went, what the fuck? 
But let's get into it. Let's fucking get into it. Hi, Lev. So my boyfriend and I have been seriously dating for a year and a half. We live together for a bit, talking about an engagement, and everyone around us basically knows we'll get married, etc. But this, at this point in our life, we're doing long distance because of our careers, and we'll have to do long distance for at least four more months. We've hit a rough patch, slash roughed in our relationship recently, and he's opened up about him having a slight problem with sex and the thrill of meeting new girls all the time before he met me, and now that we've been doing long distance for a few months, it kind of magnifies all that and makes it harder. He says he can only see me long distance, or no, he says he can only see me in his future, and that's all he wants is me and to be with me, but some little demon in his brain sometimes makes him want to be bitter towards me because he's watching himself all the time and making sure he doesn't make any dumb mistakes. He's really tried a lot and has opened up about all of this, which I appreciate, but it's still hard to hear. We've talked about the concept of open relationships and how he thinks most guys can 110% have sex for just the physical aspect and not have any emotional attachment, but I don't know. I just don't think it could be that or a part of that. I just don't think I could do that or be a part of that. He's never asked for one, but I can tell it would be a relief for him if I said I wanted one. Do I take a risk and try out an open relationship with my boyfriend to potentially save this relationship? Do I lose 20 pounds and get super hot and make him miss me? I mean, I'm kind of down to do anything to make him excited for this relationship again, but I feel like I would just get dumb and jealous if I let him fuck around with other girls. Any advice would be appreciated. I feel like you and my boyfriend are the same person, so whatever you'd want in this scenario would be so helpful. Thank you so much. Because Also, I'd like to add to the story that I'm 25 and he's 29, and in so many other times in my life, maybe I've been... Maybe I'd have been open to a non-monogamous relationship, but if he, if what he wants really is marriage and kids in the future, then I feel like doing an open relationship right now, given the problems he's had before, would just be dumb. Um, this is a I, I wanted to get a, a female on here for this episode, but I didn't want to bother somebody for one fucking email. But I think this is a really complicated email. Let's fucking dive into it. It's one of those ones where I think everybody's going to have a different opinion. Um, but let, you know, let's dive in. I'll give you mine. There's some things I agree with, some things I don't agree with right off the bat in this relationship. You guys are all right. So basically, you he seems like he wants you know wife and kids. That's kind of what he's wanting. You you know you guys are long distance. He wants to be banging other chicks. You're, he just wants like you know the fucking. He wants to have that. At least he wants to be getting laid. He wants to be fucking out there. You know, etc. Long distance is just fucking terrible. Um. He's telling you that you're all he wants in his future, etc. Here, here's the thing about him saying he has this demon in his brain so, that sometimes makes him want to be bitter towards you because he's like watching himself and making sure he doesn't make dumb mistakes. I, my first relationship ever, I was in a relationship where my partner didn't want to have sex. They just like weren't into it, weren't excited about it. Um, and for the first, you know, at at in the beginning. That's, you know, you, you, it's not a big deal. You don't want to like pressure the person too much, et cetera. But over time, once you hit like two, three months of that, like you, it, it brings this kind of toxicity into the relationship. It just starts brewing inside of the guy. And it's like, you know, it's unfair or shitty or whatever, but that's what it is. Like you have to have a healthy sex life in your relationship or, you know, or uh, especially if a guy feels like, or I would say for either partner, if they feel like I'm making the sacrifice of being exclusive with you, you know, then you like we then not that we you should be fucking me, but it's like we should be working to have a healthy sex life together because, you know, why else would I cut off the, my desire and need for fucking good sex? So 
But here's the thing. If he's saying he's got this quote-unquote little demon that's making, you know, that him, he's constantly wanting to fuck other people, I think it's important to differentiate with him if that is just because you guys are long distance or not. Because if it's just because you guys aren't having sex and you're long distance that he's getting this pressure and this feeling in his head, then that's less of a problem than I think. Even if you guys were together having sex, etc., and then he's still like, oh, I want to be fucking other people, etc. You know, guys are always going to want to fuck other people, but I, I find it myself now, like, I've been turning down a lot of sex lately just because I'm like, you know, I've been seeing one person. I'm going to keep fucking, you know, I'm not excited by the thought of random pussy right now or, you know, just having some wild sex. And, you know, that's me now. But also, who knows? Like, if I was married for two years or if I was in a relationship for two years, I don't know that that's how I'd still feel. I, you know, it's probably fucking up and down and cyclical. And I'm sure it, you know, the grass is always fucking greener. It's like sometimes you feel this way. Other times you'll feel the other way. I'm sure once you're in a fucking relationship for, th- for two, three years and the sex starts kind of slowing down a little bit and you're not working on it, you might start looking at other women and being like, man, I really want to have some other fucking sex. You know, things are always changing in our fucking brains. So... And, but I think if you're going to be in a closed relationship, you got to learn to just say to that side of you, of like, no, I'm just going to fucking be with this woman. I'm not going to fuck other people because it would upset her. And I don't want to fucking, you know, I don't want to compromise the relationship. That's a sacrifice you make. You go, this person's better in my life and makes me happier than random pussy does, which if you're in a good relationship should be the case. Not to say you're not going to have your own fucking ups and downs and problems. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I would differentiate do you, like with him because if, you know, is that just a long distance thing or is that because he feels like an open relationship is the way to go? Um, have these talks. Now, she says, do I take a risk? And uh, wait, what was the other thing? Um, I think most guys can. Okay, you said he thinks most guys can 110% have sex for just the physical aspect and not have any emotional attachment. But I don't know. I just don't think I could be. I could do that or be a part of that. I think that is truly one fundamental difference between most men and most women. Men, I would say, ninety percent of the time that we have sex, if a guy has a lot of sex, or you know, if he has the uh, the if he's lucky enough to be able to have a you know a good amount of sexual partners, then uh, yeah, the the thousand percent true. I mean, for the for the last two three years, I would say ninety percent. I don't know about 90, but, you know, 90% of the women I would have sex with that were lovely women, just like fucking awesome women. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very picky. So girls that I would hook up with, I'd be like, oh, no, this is a fucking awesome person. For all of those scenarios, I still know, like, most of the time, you're like, I'm not going to date this person. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm never going to, like, be in a relationship with this person. You kind of just know that. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking chemistry thing. It's uh, it, there's a lot of things that go into that. So, yeah, I think guys absolutely can fuck other people and it not be emotional or any of that shit. You know, I think that's most of the the time with us. It's and a lot of women, I don't think it is that way. And I think that is one truly fundamental difference. And also, like if I was, a, I think there's just much more risk when you're a girl. You're the you, most STDs show up in chicks. A lot of guys don't even show symptoms for a ton of STDs. Um, women, you have to deal with the risk of fucking getting pregnant. You're taking all the fucking risk, really. You know, so it makes much more sense that a lot more thought and selectiveness would go into it on your guys's end. So 
I that but I I am with him there in terms of like yeah most guys you know can absolutely have sex and not develop feelings we I don't think we have that link in our brain is like because we're fucking you a lot we get feelings for you I think that does happen uh, more so with women but here's I think with you like okay the other thing you said that stood out you're like do I lose twenty pounds and get super hot and make him miss me I think you should. If you feel like you're overweight, you should lose weight for you to, you know, get yourself just for your own fucking health. You know what I mean? And just to look better. That, that'd be my, my advice there. Um, you got to really ask yourself, like, are you okay with it being open knowing that, you know, if he's just fucking other people or if he's just hooking up with other people, that it's purely like for physical release for him. You got to really ask yourself that because if, if, if it's not something you're okay with and you think is going to make you worse and make you kind of ruin the relationship and breed that toxicity in you, then you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do something outside of your comfort zone. Um, I'm trying to, if I was long distance for like, I don't know. I think if I was in a relationship with somebody and I was long distance for a year, I think at this point in my life, I would say to the, I would like, I'd try to have an agreement beforehand of like, listen, like we're in a relationship. I love you. I obviously want this to work. Um, I'm going to be gone for a fucking year. So like, I don't think it's, you know, maybe we should be in a relationship that's open where we love and care about each other, but we're allowed to fucking get a sexual release from other people. Like, I, I think that'd probably be, if I was gone for that amount of time, I think that'd be the way I would approach it now. You know what I mean? Just so you don't have a fucking year of just jerking off. But I I think there's a lot of people that aren't comfortable with that, and I'm not, I don't fault them for that. I You know, I totally fucking get it. I absolutely get it. Um... But yeah, the, all, all I could say is this is a you question. This is something you got to really think about and talk to him about it and find your personal fucking guidelines here, you know, and, you know, see see where you stand. This is like a personal thing for everybody because for every single person, I don't care who you are. The thought of the person you're dating fucking somebody else is going to trigger you in some fucking way. Just this, okay? This is exactly why chicks are leaving fucking haunted jewelry, all right? So, you know, but you got to ask yourself, this is like one of those that I can't really answer for you, but I don't think you just like getting super hot is going to make him miss you more. So I think you should work on, you know, I, I love putting out the idea of working on yourself anyways on this fucking show, but I don't think that's going to be the thing that's going to make him be like, oh, maybe, maybe I don't want to get blown by somebody else, you know, but you, what you should, you guys should talk about is like. Is it just because you guys are long distance? Because that'll show whether it's just because he's not having any sex and he's getting sexually frustrated or if it's maybe he's not ready for a relationship that's fully exclusive or maybe he's not the type to be in a non-monogamous relationship. It sounds to me like this is more so just the the distance thing kind of getting to him, which I can totally understand. But you have to really ask yourself um, if you're comfortable with it. I don't think you should word it to yourself in a way of, should I do this to save our relationship? It should be what is going to be healthiest for us? What's going to do best for us in the long run? You know what I mean? Don't put that pressure on you because then you might feel like you have to make a decision that you wouldn't normally make. Does that make sense? I hope that's helpful. I know I can't give you a fucking straight out answer here, but I hope it's helpful. 
Um, and we'll do this last one. This is a Patreon question. If you're a part of the Patreon, you can send me a direct message there, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to it on the pod. This one's pod question. How do I explain to a man the difference between compliments that are contextualized and ones that aren't? There's a difference between you're hot and you're the hottest of my friend's girls. Who says that? I know this is intended to be a compliment, but it makes it sound like he wouldn't think I was hot if his friend's girls were more attractive and also not 15 plus years older than me. He says this often and it really pisses me off. I try to tell him I don't like this, but I need a new approach because he seems to think I'm just being ungrateful. It sounds like what he means is like out of your guys' friends group, he's saying like you are the hottest one, which uh, I understand the sentiment there because I've definitely wanted to be like, uh, there are times where I've had that thought of saying to my girl like, God, like, you know, I'm so... Like it, it's it's exciting for me to be like, yeah, I brought like the you are the most attractive girl. There's something about men that is like you want to have the hottest subconsciously somewhere. There's that immaturity thing of you want to have the hottest of the chicks with you. You want to pull up with a fucking smoking ace. You know what I mean? So. But I would just say, I think you got to just tell them like, hey, I don't want you to think I'm being ungrateful, but it, I, I think when it comes to compliments kind of you want to kind of leave them vague just be like you are so fucking sexy just leave it at that you don't have to be like you are the sexiest in the 11003 zip code just because then it just fuck you're adding too much it's like talking too much just fucking you know just tell them that just tell them fucking can you just like just be like you're the way you give me compliments doesn't click in my brain as a compliment and not that i don't appreciate it i appreciate you making the effort but I would love it if, you know, it was just a little more personal. It wasn't about other people. It was just about me. You know what I mean? You can be like, stop, don't, please don't compare me to other people. Just, which I think a lot of men do when we're comparing sexuality and hotness, we compare to other people. Um, but just explain like, that's not the way your ear hears it. You know what I mean? And just, and go and look, it's, and it's, explain to them, it's not some big thing we got to have a fight over or anything like that. I just wanted to put this out here. You know, maybe you could kind of fucking... You know, just something to think about. So I'm just and and just leave it at that, and just see if he does. Give him a fucking month. You know, don't wait. Don't let this. Is what a lot of chicks do is you you ask for something, and then a day passes, and you're like, well, yeah, you, you haven't fixed it yet. It's like give it a fucking give it a week. You know, I've had that fucking argument. I told you that you don't come over enough, and it's like yeah, it's been and you haven't even worked on that. It's been three fucking days, okay. I'm not saying I'm going to come over later, but still, it's been fucking three days. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I would just ask him that. Just be like, can you just like make your compliments a little more like personal to me? Because I love hearing you compliment me. Throw it that way. Do it as positive as you can. Throw as much fucking spin on it as you can. You know? And um, see if that doesn't help you. Give him some fucking time. But yeah, what do we get to? We got through five fucking emails here. Uh, I think there was like one last minute Instagram question that I wanted to get on here. One second. Here it is. Okay. Through a Google search, I found out the guy I'm talking to has a felony. How do I end it? Um, I, I think you just end it any other way you would end something. I don't think you give away that it's because of the felony. I wonder what it is. Please write in what the fucking, what the crime is. Um, I also, if it's something, you know, if it's like super serious, this is why you always got to fucking Google people before you go on dates, dude. But if it's, you know, I also wonder if it's something that's uh, not a big fucking deal, but yeah, I would end it any way you would. And the last question from a Patreon favorite, what's your favorite muscle group to train? 
I think biceps, as cliche as it is. You know what? Back is fun, too, because you really feel that that uh, big-ass pump. But I think uh, biceps, I think, is visually fun because you really see the movement. And you, you feel like a fucking man, okay? So that's what I would say. I, I do chest and biceps together on the same day. So, yeah, that's a fun day. I, I honestly fucking, I like pretty much every day of lifting. I even enjoy legs. I enjoy walking around like a big pussy working on my calves, doing little calf raises, you know? But yeah, I fucking love you guys, man. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, send it to a friend, post it online, tell somebody about it, support honest fucking work, people. And I love you. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to shout out the fucking patrons here. These are the 10 and $25 patreon members they fucking support every goddamn month gotta give these guys a goddamn shout out um shout out to Traden, molly minnick allison hill amy downey lindsey henning brett gallant valentina kute you know i'm russian that's a fucking hard last name valentina k alana santiago caroline scruggs Catherine, john purtle sarah and my boy Harrison fucking Barba. Shout out to all the fucking bonus members of you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the goddamn show. I love you. Um, and that's it, man. I'll see you guys on Friday. I'm going to have my buddy Nick. He's uh, a comedian and one of the most in shape people I've ever known in my life. So if you have fucking fitness, health, nutrition questions, send those in. And we're going to cover. I'll get him out of that on Friday. And we're going to get into some fucking dating stuff too. But I love you guys, man. Clocking it at an hour. We did a fucking hour. I hope you have a, a wonderful week, and I will see you guys on the bonus episode this Friday. And get a goddamn hoodie. Get a hoodie, people. Cheers. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com it helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.